Hey there. If you're anything like me, you have dreams you want to make reality or goals you want to achieve. But let's face it, time is not on your side. You're busy, you're tired. And when in the world would you carve out the amount of time you would need to achieve anything above and beyond the day-to-day -day load you're already carrying? Welcome to Mom on the Fringe. I am your host, Amy Matthews Mootville. I'm a busy mom of three young children, an entrepreneur, singer, voice teacher, and lover of any old piece of furniture that needs restoration. I am here to support you, encourage you, and give you tactical tips and tools to help you find those hidden pockets of time in your busy week and use that time to your advantage. Let's get started. Well, hello there. My name is Amy, and I'm here to ban goodie bags from birthday parties, one podcast episode at a time. <laughs> what do you think about goodie bags? What's your take on them? Do you provide them? Do you like them when your kids get them and take them home? We were at a birthday party this past weekend, and I'm telling you, I am just... I'm done. I'm done with goodie bags. I hate giving them out because I feel like there's nothing that I could put together that's going to be something that everyone's going to love. And then when we get them, they just end up all over our household. We actually had sort of a birthday party marathon weekend this past weekend. And I ended up, we had to take one of my sons to his birthday party at 1230 on Saturday. And before it got over with, we had to take my other son to another birthday party at 2 p.m. and then backtrack to the other birthday party to pick up my other son. Oh, it was exhausting. Fortunately, the sweet mother of the second birthday party, this is for my oldest son's friend, said, you guys are all welcome to come. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll pay. I'll pay whatever. And by the way, if you have one child who is invited to a birthday party and you and that child has siblings, you have other kids and you, it's on you to get everybody where they need to go. Don't ever assume that it's okay to bring your other kids to this birthday party. I always if I have to, right? I ask can I bring my other kids? And if it is somewhere that's a paid location, like a main event or, you know, bowling alley, ice skating, I, I always say I am more than happy. I'm going to pay for my other kids to come if we can just all come together. I am so over being split up and spread out over the weekends, running one from one place to the next. So if you do have a birthday party for a kid, one of your kids at a location, and I know it's not always possible. I've had parents say, I'm sorry, we rented the space out. It's X amount of kids. There's no way you can pay extra. You can't bring the other siblings. And I totally understand that. But if there is any possible way for the parent to pay extra for other siblings to come and be a part of that event, 
um, it makes life so much easier. I know there are people on both sides of the fence here who say, oh my gosh, it's so much more expensive if you, if all your friends bring the other kids. But I'm telling you from the standpoint of sanity and just trying to get your kids where they need to go. And also, aren't weekends supposed to be spending time together? I mean, isn't that what families should be doing on the weekends? And I really feel like it causes us to just spread out and conquer and divide like we do during the during the rest of the week. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. Okay, enough on my rant about birthday parties and goodie bags. But yeah, I am voting. I'm raising my hand right here, right now. And I'm saying, let's just agree to be done with goodie bags. There's no point in it. If you have paid for my kid to come to a venue, or even if you are having the birthday party at your house and you're feeding my kid, you're giving my kid a space to run around and play, you're entertaining them for two hours, and you are providing them cake or food, that is a goodie bag. Guys, that's a goodie bag. You don't need to give my kid anything else to go home with, okay? Let's just end this unnecessary, I don't know when it started. Does anyone know when this started? I feel like it started, you know, like about 10 years ago when my kid was born. And I'm, I, it's just gotten crazier and crazier. So I am here to banish this idea once and for all. Okay, guys, I have a... <laughs> a great week in store for you. And I'm laughing because it has not come without a lot of, oh, frustration on my end. And I'm just going to be real here and transparent because that's what we do, right? We're ha we have to be real. I'm supporting people, mothers specifically, who are trying to go above and beyond what they normally do in the pockets of their little small pockets of their busy day, living on the fringe and trying to accomplish things outside of their normal day-to-day, -day. picking everyone up, taking them to birthday parties, sports, uh, cooking dinner, dishes, laundry. And I'm trying to provide, and I say trying to, because we're just getting started here, but I am trying to provide women with the support and the encouragement that you need and hopefully some tips and tools that will help you get where you want to go. Um, but I have to say, this is a huge undertaking for me. I'm a busy mom of three. It's been a busy weekend. And I just kind of got a vent for a second here. Um, I always, and I was telling you this in, you know, the first couple episodes about how just getting started with this podcast has been a real triumph. It's been something on, you know, in on my mind for several years. I've also wanted to write a book. I've also wanted to um, be a consistent blogger. I've always blogged, but I haven't been consistent with it. I have, you know, signed up as a consultant for a huge skincare company. I have taught voice lessons and tried to build that business and worked with kids and adults and in, in classes and camps. And you know what? There are just days when it doesn't go the way you want it to go. Am I right? Can I get an amen from someone out there? 
you have these big ideas and big dreams and big goals and you're going to do these things and then life just kind of comes along. Or what about your just your mood <laughs> comes along? Let's be real. So this past weekend, I uh, had my last day. I was a soloist. I've been a soloist at a local church nearby. I'm going to take a sip of my tea really quickly. Normally I would cut that out, but hey, why? We're real here. I had my last day at this wonderful church where I've been working as a soloist here in the Austin area. And it was a huge um, decision I had to make to step aside from that job. I love singing. And over the last 10 years of my life, singing has been a real commodity. I haven't had a whole lot of opportunities and I haven't been seeking a whole lot of opportunities because the truth is most singing opportunities come in the form of evenings and weekends. And those are, you know, really valuable times when you have children and a family. And so I've turned down things and eventually I just kind of fell off the radar and stopped doing it and stopped pursuing it. And... I bear with me because I have a point to this. It's leading into <laughs> our episode today. But I had my last day there uh, at this church. And this was a way for me. I finally, a year ago, said, you know what? I've got to start singing again. I got to figure it out. I wasn't getting the opportunity at the church where we were going because it was more of a contemporary worship service, which I love, by the way. But my training is in classical singing. And I'm a soloist that, um, you know, I have a very versatile background and I can sing all kinds of uh, different genres, but I really do well in the classical genre. So I took this position as a soprano section leader. And if you're not familiar with that, basically um, a lot of Catholic, Episcopalian, um, Methodist, Lutheran churches will hire uh, trained singers to lead their choir sections and do occasional solos because they are still doing choral music and they need, you know, they need the help of a professional who has been doing this and trained professionally um, mixed in with the volunteer choir. So I love this kind of stuff. I mean, I eat it up. It's wonderful. It's what I love to do. And I came to a point just a few months back, actually just, I think in January where I was like, you know what, this isn't working. I wanted it to work so badly, but I realized, I think I got sick for a couple of weeks and I was not able to go to my rehearsals. And I think, I think I even missed a solo one Sunday and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm obligated. These people are expecting me. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't be sick. And then I thought, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't be sick because I need to sing for a church choir. No, 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 no. I can't be sick because I have three kids who are depending on me to take care of them. And yes, I have a husband and he does a great job in my absence and he has been doing a wonderful job, but I felt like I was neglecting my kids and some of you out there would go, oh my gosh, that's that's just mommy guilt, you know, and I, I had a few friends kind of try to talk me down off of this, and I, I 
kept praying about it and said, you know what, this isn't mommy guilt. This is just insanity. And I came to the realization that we have to make a discernment between, am I just feeling guilty because I'm not with my kids? Or am I feeling really overwhelmed by this? Is the, is it just not enough of a trade-off for me to sacrifice time away from my family? Um, on in, in my case, it was every Wednesday evening, and I had a long distance to drive. I had to drive about 45 minutes each way. And then on Sunday morning, I was there from 7.15 to 12.15. And that added up to close to 10 hours a week that I was at this position. And the biggest part is not how long I was gone. It's how I felt when I got home. And so every Sunday for the past several months has been just me being a zombie because I'm so exhausted from singing the whole morning at church choir. And that means I'm not able to really give and pour into my family during the time that they're home on Sunday mornings and Sunday afternoons. Our whole Sundays have been shot since I took this job. And so I finally had to come to the realization, oh my gosh, this isn't working. I really wanted to sing. I really tried and I gave it my best shot, but this is not working out for our family. And yesterday was my last day. And it was really emotional for me. I, I hated having to say goodbye and walk away from this position. I worked with wonderful people, a wonderful choir full of just amazing people that I hope to keep in touch with, but it was not working for me. And I can only do so much. I'm only one person. And even though it was filling my cup in, in the form of you know being able to sing, I was talking with a girlfriend of mine and she said, who actually this week, um, you will hear her in an interview. And she and I were talking and she sings professionally. And she said, you know what? You don't need a church job to sing. You need to, uh, sorry, I'm actually turning my phone off because I uh, am getting notifications. (laughs) I didn't turn those off today. Um, You you can tell I am a train wreck today. So I hope we can still get to some content, but I hope you can relate to me, maybe relate a little bit more to the content of this episode. So yesterday was my last day and I was a complete zombie all day, like I usually am on Sundays, tried to prepare for this week's podcast episodes and I, I was just like, oh my gosh, I couldn't pull it together. My brain was mush. And I hoped when I went to bed last night, I was like, okay, maybe tomorrow morning when I wake up, I will be more refreshed and rested and I can think clearly and just lay this all out in a way that hopefully makes sense to my listeners. And I got up this morning super early to lay out the uh, outline for this week's podcast episode series. And again, I was hitting a brick wall. I have the content in place. I know what I want to say, but I don't know how to present it to you in a way that's going to make sense. And so I'm, I'm sharing that with you today to be really transparent. Because I think it's important for us as creators 
to be transparent about our process and authentic with others, especially if we're writing, you know, if we're telling people anything, if we're helping people in any way, if we're coaching, if we're blogging, if we're trying to write a book, if we're trying to um, tell our story, which is something that I wanted to get into today, it's really important that people see the downsides to it. Because I think sometimes we want to, you know, we live in this Instagram filter world where we want to give people the very best side of us. And we don't want them to see our struggles. But, you know, it hit me before I pressed record that you guys need to see my struggles too. And we need to relate to each other because we're human. And I have maybe a few things figured out, but I don't have it all figured out. And I have maybe some processes in place that I can share with you and hopefully help you and walk alongside you, but I don't have it all together. And sometimes that's going to be out there for the world to see. And I've got to be okay for okay with that because that's kind of how I am today. It's been a long weekend. Like I said, birthday parties, church choir, and I am in the process of clearing out space and clearing out my head a little bit more so that I can devote more and more time to this podcast and just deliver the best possible content I can. But I'm going to be real with you today. It's not easy to do. And I love how these things kind of work out organically. And I really I'm trying to trust this process of ideas and thoughts coming together organically. Yeah, you can plan and you can strategize and you can, you know, read and research and pull out all of these lists and put it all together in a nice polished way. But I started to think about it more and I thought, you know what, that's not really how we talk, is it? Is when we're having a conversation with our friends and we're figuring things out as we're talking, we're not doing it in a methodical way. We're not looking it up in a book. We're not, you know, trying to track down a resource usually about where we came up with this idea and how this is all working for us. We're just chatting. We're just working it all out in our heads and we're trying to come up with a better way. So I'm going to leave you with that today because I don't want to run over our time and I already have. um, And I wanted to just kind of be real and wish you a happy day and a good day. Um, And then come back with you on our next episode tomorrow that airs where we discuss getting clear and really creating a space in our heads and in our lives that allows us to achieve the goals that we want to achieve in our lives. And as I've taken this journey and worked through just even this week, it's so exciting for me just to um, go through this mental process and, uh, you know, think about this in my head as far as what it takes to get absolutely clear. This has been such a long process for me. So I can't wait for you to join me tomorrow as we talk more about this. Thank you so much for listening today. 
Have a great day and we'll see you on here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Well, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this podcast episode. It means so much for me. And please don't forget to leave a review. Till next time. Bye-bye.